I dermaplaned my face last night just for our first day back after Thanksgiving, see? Okay, to the clouds. You know what I'm actually thankful for? Us being off when Balenciaga Gate first happened because I've had the luxury of sitting back, watching all the new details and bombshells come out. And I mean, we're still getting more and more info, but there's so much at this point that I feel confident that I may have tea on it that you haven't even heard yet. Plus, my reaction to Kim Kardashian's response, Alyssa Milano continues to hold the title for biggest dumbass on Twitter, and oh my gosh, the Candace Cameron Beret drama has snowballed now into something even juicier. She unfollowed a very close, very famous friend. I'm gonna tell you all about that. And then for Hot Take Tuesday, I've got a great mix of political, pop culture, and just WTF news for you. If you're new here or it's been a while, welcome. You're so cute. You smell so good. Your hair is shiny and bouncy. My name is Alex Clark. This is Politics, the first ever daily conservative pop culture show. And the only way to stop my bosses from breathing down my neck are for you to subscribe to this channel and thumbs up each episode. And make sure you tell everyone you know to support us by subscribing or no, 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 no. We have new merch! A crew neck for politics. It's sorority style, thin, layerable, has a cinnamon roll, obviously. The symbol for precious people we love. It also has established 2019 on it, cause that's when we launched this show, can you believe it? Then we have the new spillover hoodie, which is the softest, thinnest, most cuddly, buttery sweatshirt ever. You won't be too hot or too cold. I love this one. Hand drawn by one of our in-house artists who put together tons of the phrases and interests I've shared on the show and on social media from chlorophyll water to true crime. Now on the front is a hand pouch and is great in this cream color with the blue. I really wanted to do something different than our normal brand colors. There's the sticker pack, which references both shows and has different size stickers so you can perfectly place them on your water bottle or laptop. And of course, the most controversial mug in the world. It says, give me tea or give me death. Obviously a play on the words, give me liberty or give me death and represents tea as in gossip and literal tea because it's a cop. But a few people complained and said we were encouraging death with this design, whatever that means. The cups sold out in 20 minutes. So we will restock those only so that everyone has a chance to get those for Christmas. Those are gonna be available, I think, uh, the third through the sixth, though in the next couple days, all of it will be on tpusamerch.com until they sell out. Now, let's get into today's stories. Hurry up! You know what's so weird? This is actually the 666th episode of Politics. Don't play that music, it scares Candace Cameron Bure. Now that is wild because of the Balenciaga story. Now I'm not gonna dwell on the initial details cause you know them by now, but Balenciaga came out with an ad campaign that featured toddlers posing with BDSM teddy bears, documents referencing child porn and how it should be protected under free speech and empty wine glasses. Incredibly disturbing, the public freaked out, which it's like, finally, you guys pay attention to something because you've had your fingers in your ears about literally everything else we've been screaming about. But anyways, Balenciaga blamed their ad agency for the concept. They're now suing them, which makes absolutely no sense. 
They hired them, they presented the concept to Balenciaga, and Balenciaga had to approve it. They obviously had representatives at the photo shoot. They approved the final images. Gosh, my hair's in my lipstick again. You can just keep all that. It's because your lips are bigger now. It's true, it's because I just got them done. <laughs> They're like a magnet. <laughs> the whole thing is like the Spider-Man pointing fingers meme. That man's an imposter. That man is the imposter. And of course, 99% of the celebrities who flipped over Kanye's recent comments said nothing about this scandal, including Bella Hadid, who has worked with the brand on multiple occasions. Now, all she did was delete her pictures from her feed where she's modeled for them. Also juicy, Salma Hayek's husband owns Gucci, which owns Balenciaga, and we've not heard anything from her either. Kim Kardashian, who of course also couldn't wait to condemn Kanye and is also a major face of the brand, took six days to post a statement on the scandal, and even crazier, appears to be allowing room for a second chance for Balenciaga, saying they've apologized, they agreed it was wrong, so she believes they've learned their lesson. Also, she wants you to know that she's a mom of four. She threw that in her statement as if that would make this all blow over. Because, you know, if she's a mother who can forgive a brand for giving a big thumbs up to child rape, shouldn't we all? And of course, Kim was quiet for six days, not because she was waiting for Balenciaga's response to get back with her. Like she said, celebrities of her caliber don't have to wait to hear from people. I'm sure within an hour, she was getting calls from people on their team. The truth, hidden between the lines of her statement, is that she was waiting to see if it would all blow over. And when it didn't, she then had to check in with her elite master team to see how she could respond to the demands of the public to address the scandal without losing Balenciaga's money. And of course, jeopardizing all her future connections in fashion. We know the truth, she knows that we know, and that could arguably be even more disturbing. But the receipts are long in this story. CBS could never. The connections, the connections get weirder. The signs have been there all along, and this fashion house deserves a street paved with flames all the way to hell. Let me introduce you to Lara Volkova. She's been the chief in-house fashion stylist for Balenciaga since 2014 and responsible for their ad campaigns. She's also obsessed with Satanism, child sacrifice, and blood rituals, as you do. Her Instagram posts allude to trafficking, killing, abusing, torturing, and even eating children. Art depicting children being disemboweled, tied up and tortured, and eating forbidden fruit, a symbol of sex, no doubt. She doesn't hide that she's a member of the Church of Satan and has posted even more stuff that's so messed up I'm afraid I'll get zapped by YouTube for even saying it. Mark Jacobs has even commented on her pictures, so hmm. Kanye has been photographed with Lotta a lot as well. Lotta has now made her Instagram private, but screenshots prevail. Child abuse themes have been done at Balenciaga fashion shows before, also come to find out. More on this is definitely going to come out. The question is, what all did Kim Kardashian agree to sign away in her Balenciaga contract? What's in your bag? In my bag, uh, like stuff for a baby. Like, Should we do a what's in your bag? You yeah, can we do a what's in the bag, please? Should I hold it for you and you can take things out? Excuse me. Yeah. Look, there's like a, like when she starts to cry, like then when, when she's gonna pee, I don't know. Then uh, when, when she's boring, uh, she's boring. Yeah. 
It's safe to say that Alyssa Milano, the actress turned leftist activist who tried to virtue signal with the crocheted face mask during the pandemic, might be the stupidest person on the planet. She tweeted that she was getting rid of her Tesla since Elon Musk is, you know, a white supremacist or whatever, and she decided to get a VW instead. Ah, the internet was totally unforgiving and made sure she felt like an idiot and quickly pointed out that Volkswagen was founded by the Nazis. Your moral superiority shopping was a fail, Alyssa. And by the way, do you know how obsessed Alyssa was with Elon before he said he was going to promote free speech on Twitter? She tweeted him constantly, said she'd love to go to dinner with him, her kids are inspired by him, she congratulated him, and then bam, she got word that the new narrative was to hate him. So now she's getting rid of her Tesla for a Nazi-mobile. You know why? Because it's the current thing! Oh. I just fired all of the crybaby liberals working on Twitter, but I wanted to do it in a fun way. So I had my intern, Tyler, create this app called Parrot that uses artificial intelligence to clone voices. <laughs> hey, what is this Omar, you're fired. Jack, you're fired. Tim, you're fired. Dude, you know how during the Candace Cameron Bure and JoJo Siwa drama, Jody Sweeten commented on JoJo's post trashing Candace and basically said that she was team JoJo? It's no secret that Jody Sweeten is a massive leftist. She even marched with BLM during the pandemic. It has always amazed people, including me, that she seemed to maintain a friendship and working relationship with Candace Cameron Bure throughout the years, despite their major political differences. In fact, Candace went on a limb before leaving Hallmark to get Jody on at Hallmark as an actress for them. But now, Candace has unfollowed her on Instagram. Candace seems like someone, I don't know about you, but she just strikes me as somebody who very much hates people being mad at her. She hates fighting, conflict, and I feel like she really tries to avoid it at all costs. She's definitely talked before about how when she was on The View, she just was so stressed out all the time. And despite the tabloids, I don't think she enjoys being the center of attention with drama at all. In fact, I think she usually tries to purposefully not push buttons. So for her to now unfollow Jodi Sweeten, that is a really, really huge deal. That must mean that privately they got into it and Jody was probably saying awful things to her and the friendship was completely severed. How rude. <laughs> okay, there is a lot more to get into, so let's get into it. Hot Take Tuesday. Jesse James Decker posted a family photo with her three kids and social media was collectively in shock because her daughter and oldest son both have abs. People were saying that isn't normal, accusing her of photoshopping their bodies and saying that if it is real, it's unhealthy. Now, Jessie came out with a big FU to the trolls and said from one mother to another, please don't call my children's appearance strange just because they don't look the way you think they should. It's unkind. To another troll, she said, it's a sad world we live in today when having healthy, fit kids who are super active, play sports, and build muscle naturally is weird. I actually have to agree with her. Her and Eric are super active. I know her daughter is a gymnast, I don't think it's weird for kids to look like that if they're eating healthy and constantly active. My hot take is everyone's just gotten used to kids in America being fat and sloth-like, so they think this is abnormal when really it's the other way around. You're, you're as healthy as a horse. Yeah. 
Clyde's dead. Period blood face masks are trending on TikTok. Surprise, Balenciaga isn't the one who started this. An aesthetics doctor and hormone specialist talked to Pop Sugar about this trending, said, you know, there is evidence that there are stem cells in the inner layer of the uterus, and it does also contain micronutrients like zinc, copper, magnesium, and iron. They're all found within the bloodstream, but they also said there is no proof that there is anything really in our period blood that can do anything. So basically, these people who are wearing their period blood just want to go viral and they're mentally ill. Can't wait to see them drink pee next. Don't give me any ideas. This is a hugely important story that you probably haven't heard about. George Soros has been cleared by the Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, to purchase Spanish language radio stations throughout the country, rekindling concerns that a radical political agenda will influence information provided to Hispanic voters, according to Fox News. So, you know, while conservatives are arguing about stupid stuff, the left is busy taking over. I need that radio. And some real poetic justice. LA police arrested a man trying to break into John Legend's Porsche. How far will leftist celebrities let the crime they vote for affect them before realizing these policies are not moral, not effective, and hurt more than help? How will this end? What will be left? No one can survive this. No one is safe now. Do not forget, new merch is available until it sells out, tpusamerch.com. Get a gift for yourself or someone else this Christmas. I'm not judging. Thumbs up this episode. Tell me in the comments if you think Balenciaga can survive this scandal. Like, if they fire their whole team publicly, they get bought out by someone else and redo everything. Is the brand, the name Balenciaga, salvageable at all? How bad do you think things got behind the scenes with Candace Cameron Bure and Jody Sweeten? And is it normal for little kids to have abs? Please actually subscribe to this channel if you haven't, even if that means making an account one time, it takes two seconds, that you stay signed in on, on the app so you can comment and like the episodes. We really need that support. It's super important. We're back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics, where you can see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too, at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.